Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello, 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 and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, and as always, as your host, I welcome you into our conversations that are authentic, they are healing, they are intentional, and most of all, they are practical. Each one of our flip side stories unpacks not only motivation, but strategy for living a life abundant in relationships, in your mindset, in your finances, in your health, time, skills, and your faith. Tonight, my guest co-host has a powerful and practical story that will provide insight and encouragement across several of those living strong pillars. We all experience pain and at some point in time in our lives, we begin to ask that question. I get it so often as a coach and a support to leaders, that question of what is my purpose or how can I find my purpose? So welcome to tonight's flip side of adversity conversation from pain to purpose. And my guest co-host tonight, Diana Gladney, helps busy entrepreneurs simplify video creation so that they can amplify their business and their brand using video. Have any of you struggled with that fear? I know I'm raising my hand. It took me a minute (laughs) to decide to actually step out and get in front of a camera, whether it be a live or video or YouTube. It was scary, but she has some nuggets that has has allowed her to step out into her purpose and take other people with her. She takes seemingly complicated topics of video marketing and tech tutorials and make them simple and easy for anybody to be able to share their purpose, their message, and their business with those who need it the most. Diana has garnered over a million views of her YouTube channel and has over 13,000 subscribers. But Diana, I know your story did not start off with this crystal clear purpose. Diana, I'm excited for you to share a little bit more about yourself and how you navigated a flip to get to where you are today. So welcome, Diana. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Um, and it, yeah, it, it sounds pretty now <laughs> on the other side of things. Um, but getting started, man, it's like I'm in my early 20s. I'm in the financial services industry. So, you know, you kind of have simple goals <laughs> when you're going from the 18 to 20 somethings like uh, I don't want a stand up job. I want a sit down job and <laughs> I want to kind of do this or I want to go to school and study this. So it's very simple and easy decisions. And finally, you know, kind of getting into the role and doing things. I'm the youngest of six. I have 18 nieces and nephews. Um, So life is good. And it just is more or less normal. 
And Mm -hmm. so I'm working at the bank and I'm setting goals of things that I want to achieve and just, you know, it's like, okay, I want to go for this promotion or I think I want to do this project and I want to do this and do that. And so you're kind of setting goals around that. So I had just moved into my apartment. I had just moved back to St. Louis. Um, So things are going well. Only problem was I got up to um, fix some things around. I had just finished moving. You know, you figure you're kind of sore after moving. And so I just thought that's all it was until I got up to get ready for work the next day. And this incredibly sharp pain in my left side just really started to be a problem. So you need to take the ibuprofen, typical stuff across the counter, and you think everything is going to be okay or eventually get there. A month goes by, two months go by, and the pain is not getting, you know, any less. It's just getting worse. And and just so it's just like that that day of waking up from pain, I went 16 months every day in the most excruciating pain I've ever felt before in my life. And I went to doctor after doctor, specialist after specialist in the midst of still going for the goals and the dreams, because you figure eventually things are going to let up and they just didn't. Wow. Wow. How were you able to keep moving forward carrying carrying so much pain and remain focused in in getting life and doing life um it was very challenging i'm not going to pretend like it was easy and oh i just spoke affirmation and think no cuz because it was different where when you're that young you <laughs> are easily um persuaded mentally with decisions because of the bounce back factor of you hurt your knee, you sprain, roll ankle, whatever. You bounce back very quickly. Only problem was the bounce back wasn't happening. And so it disrupted me a lot because more or less what I felt, I guess, would be simple prayers wasn't working. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, simple affirmations, they weren't working. Or, hey, mama, what do you think I should do for this, then, or whatever? You know, home remedy stuff wasn't working. So honestly, I, I had to say it was my, my best friend at the time. And just talking to her on a day to day basis, because every time I would say something discouraging, she was right there to say something and combat that that was encouraging. So I couldn't have done it uh, by myself because I was imploding on the inside, Mm. to be honest. Wow. I really hear how you had to be able to not only talk to yourself, but you reached out and allowed the circle to help keep you focused and moving forward uh, because the things that you had leaned on in the past weren't working, but you still had a, a mission and a purpose and a calling. How did that turn into a flip for you? Um, I would have to say like, so getting to month 16, um, mm-hmm. right at the last specialist, again, I'm talking to my friend and I'm like, I just don't even feel like going all the rest of them said they don't know what's the difference with this guy. And she's like, just go this one last time. Just go this one last time. And after that, we'll figure something else out. And so I went and thankfully he was able to kind of diagnose some different things and scheduled uh, emergency surgery. So within two weeks time frame, I was in the hospital um, wow. only to wake up from that hospital surgery. Again, I'm expecting the bounce back factor to kick in like I'm fixed. I'm cured. I'm good to go. And that wasn't the case. It wound up uh, being stage four endometriosis. And it was something in addition to other stuff, uh, fibroids and just a ton of other issues like cysts and things like that. And it was very complex. It wound up being that, uh, not to get too graphical, but it wound up being that the endometriosis rotted my appendix and the appendix flipped and started pulling on the intestine 
and it was just wow. a very hairline sliver from the intestine popping or the um, uh, appendix popping. And so one of those two go, you go too. And so exactly. <laughs> the flip exactly. happened for me. Yeah, it's like the flip happened for me just from waking up from that and like they're, you know, waving the papers in your face like you are almost out of here. Mm. And when somebody tells you that, it, it changes things for you tremendously. Shifts entire perspective. And as I'm listening to the expectation of, okay, once I get an answer, so now surely this will be over. Oh, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so surely now I'll just be able to to pick things up and move on. No, it's not. So how do you keep standing back up when your expectation of what you think you're getting ready to experience doesn't match reality? Um, the first is two, two things. The first thing was being thankful and grateful for a mother and father that um, literally carried me through that whole thing because the who I thought I was or was going to become was shattered. It, it just was not possible. And so uh, you need to really take a deep look within yourself, which would be the second thing. And now being open to redefining who you are, what your values are, and, you know, what the future looks like for you, because it's now different. The, the, mm-hmm. the way you thought you were going to do stuff is not possible anymore. So now what? So the way I defined myself and looked at myself, it just disappeared overnight. And it's like in an instant, you kind of feel less than wow wow that is so powerful i feel like there are many people who are listening right now that regardless of what they are hoping for can resonate with when you believe you have a dream and that dream immediately changes how do you make that pivot how do you create the, the, the next step coming out of what you thought was going to be the direction for your life? And all of a sudden, it's not. And you have to be willing to release your plan for potentially thinking and hoping that there's a bigger plan in front of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Because it's like you... Whatever things you had written down, like imagine writing out the best plan for your life ever. Mm-hmm. And then in an instant, it's all erased and you have to start over. And so because of that, looking at a blank can- canvas can either encourage you or discourage you. Um, even when I was discouraged, again, my family, my mom and dad was right there to encourage me. But it's those quiet moments that kind of got me through as well, because I'm like, OK, God, what? Now, because now I got to ask you (laughs) before it's like I'm asking you kind of like bless the stuff I wanted to do. But now I'm like, okay, like, I guess I don't have a choice. So sorry, I haven't talked to you in a while, but I kind of need some help down here. (laughs) Mm. So can you help me figure this out? Because clearly all of the ways that of where like it completely changed who I am, because the way I was operating was I would do something. Hope you approve of this because I'm doing it. (laughs) And now it's like, okay, let me not just like ask for permission, but let me uncover what it is I'm actually supposed to do and lean into that. So it it was a lot of releasing control, but embracing uh, things that are completely new. Wow. It, that just hit me because it also connects to parts of my story in which I had my plan 
And I knew that it wasn't the plan I was supposed to, but it was my plan. And it was quite pretty. (laughs) It it was quite pretty. It was a perfect package. And I'm like, Lord, can you just bless this plan? Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, baby girl, I'm getting ready to blow that entire plan into smithereens. And it's in those moments that it's you're quiet, you're still, and you don't have any remnant of what you thought you were going to have, but your heart allows you to, and that relationship allows you to then lean in and say, okay, Lord, what is your plan? And what happened from there? Um, a lot of fighting <laughs> because everybody like because it's like life was very different just simply because like so like the next 12 to 18 months is like everybody says in like church and stuff or like the you're getting wise counseling like oh just let them use you let them mold you molding hurts it's uncomfortable you don't like it it's different if you stop at certain parts, the shape looks ugly. Like it's mm-hmm. not a beautiful process. The end result is a beautiful process. The what you learn and go through. It's but it's like the molding. So it was a lot of back and forth of I don't want to do this or I didn't want to do it this way. It's like if far as I know, my plan was better. <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fighting because I'm fighting the who I thought I was versus the who I'm becoming now. Cause I'm like, I didn't you know, it's like, this is not, I didn't plan for this. I didn't want this. I didn't ask for this. And so it was a lot of breaking in in that way because you're kind of like chipping off calluses and, and stuff like that. So the next 12 to 18 months was hard because I'm still fighting to like refit back into the old mode and the old plan. And I'm like, I don't, and nothing's going like this. And then stuff at the job wasn't going well. And then I'm not able to work because I'm still dealing with the stage for endometriosis. And so pain, the pain didn't stop just because of certain, I had a, a window to where it was a lesson, but then it picked mm-hmm. right back up. So, mm-hmm. you know, now we're hitting at 24 months post-surgery and they're like, well, you kind of need to have another one. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening because I'm still mm-hmm. suffering from the last one. And so just the what's the, the what happens next is uh, a lot of quiet, quiet evenings of the, again, just the fighting, like I don't like where things are going and it was very challenging because I said nothing all the the doors that previously were open were closed Mm. wow they just all start closing Mm. and I understand yeah and when you just shared the molding we want often in today's society we want that quick fix. We've got the microwave. We've got the fast food. We've got the fast checkout lines. We want the quick fix. Okay, this was solved. All right, next. But there's power in a process mm-hmm. and what happens to us internally. I think about our seven principles or seven pillars. In a process, it a it addresses our relationships, not only with other people, but with ourselves, our mindset. Mm. Of course, your health through the process of continuing um, to moving through your healing experience, but the time, how being able to develop patience, 
that molding, I literally in my mind saw you wrestling (laughs) back and forth between what your ideal was and what reality was and that there was a bigger purpose or plan that you didn't even know, but you had to be willing to submit and surrender Mm -hmm. to the process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what, because it's like, okay, again, it's like I'm praying out of necessity and not because I want to, or it's just like, I don't know what else to do. I've exhausted a little bit I can think of. Like, clearly I'm not getting this right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so because of that, it's like the only thing that I got, and it's very interesting how God communicates to me uh, because either he won't let me sleep and he'll constantly be disturbing me to get my attention or it'll be very short things of the what to do's. And it's, I know for sure it's coming from God because I don't want to do nothing what he's talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so the little thing I was just like, uh, a pastor's like, he's like, just pray and talk to God and then be quiet and like, just sit for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, what? And so I did that. And he was like, you need to do video. And I'm like, what? I don't even take <laughs> pictures. Like what? Clearly I'm watching too much TV or sugar Kool-Aid. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm like, do what? And so I'm like, fine, I'm, I'm out of options of the, I don't even know. And so I started doing video and invested in a camera. And so I took the time because now I have so much downtime because I physically can't do things. So I had to restructure and format how I would work. And so Mm -hmm. when I wasn't physically able to be up and do something, I mentally put myself to work. And so I would journal and take notes plan. And so when I did have days that were um, not as painful or not as physically stressful, then I would execute. And so that hasn't changed to this day, but I, I wouldn't, I would never have guessed, you know, starting five years ago, that little bit of a slither of a command, like you need to start doing video and just the obedience in that singular action is a whole, it completely unlocked the whole other way of living that nobody else is doing in my family, to be honest with you. And it's just like, not because they can't or couldn't or whatever, but I think we all kind of have those moments where God offers you the better option and it's still your choice to take it or not. And I just kind of took it because I'm in a place where I'm like, the other options are what I think is going to suck. So I might as well. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love how, you know, we're given an option, but we still have to decide, are we going to take it? Mm-hmm. And even when we don't necessarily know the entire outcome, I can only imagine being given that one instruction, do video. And and did you have the skill set for that? Oh, no. I, 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 I literally <laughs> never would take people say, oh, let's take a picture. I'll take the picture for y'all. Same seven pictures <laughs> rotated on Facebook. Like, I bet you ain't seen this one yet. So it's just like, I, w- <laughs> I would never, you know, take photos or anything. So um, the doing that one thing, though, it's like, and it was so completely out of my comfort zone, you know, truly introverted um, and just all of that. So, but it's taught me obedience. Mm. And that was something I guess, I not even, I guess, I know I needed to learn because I did not have obedience and faith. Wow. We say about faith, but I didn't Mm. have like, I wasn't obedient to be faithful, if that makes sense. You know what? I need you to say that one more time because that just hit me in my own gut. You didn't have 
the obedience. Say it again. Say it again. I didn't have obedience to be to be a faith, like to to fully lean into the faith. We say like, God, I'm believing for this or I have faith. But the leaning into the faith requires obedience and that obedience is trust. Like you have to let go. And so can yes. you be obedient to be faithful? And a lot of the times the answer is no. I was it just thankfully in a position to where I decided to because I felt I just felt like I'm I was like, if I'm going to trust you, I'm going to do this for real. Like you're going to have to help me. Like I, I would. This is how I pray too. just like, Lord, this don't like none of this stuff makes sense. But you're going to have to help me. And that was one of the things that I learned. It's like to the obedience factor is not just in doing like what feels like rules. The mm-hmm. obedience is in faith. Wow. The obedience is in faith. Will you do what you have been told to do, even if you don't have all of the pieces that you think you need in order to do it? It's actually more about being obedient and the process, going back to what you shared earlier, the process of the molding and the shaping, it's almost like it goes hand in hand where the obedience to the faith, walking it out, moving in action, even when we don't have all of the answers, all of the skills, but the process that he's taking us through, that they will come together for strength and for a a whole new person. So how are you different now? Can you unpack the Diana now compared to that Diana? Then give me an avatar, the this Diana versus that Diana. The old Diana was very hard headed, um, (laughs) very strong willed. I think the current one still is also. But the the old one was very headstrong in the way that what I think is best and I'm going to pursue this and you know what I'm saying? This just like follow me. And whereas the current version of me, I think is still strong will, but in a, a, a service mentality so much so that it's not follow me is how well can I follow God and how well mm-hmm. can I follow the purpose? Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like one of those trust exercises where they want you to fall back, except this one is kind of like falling forward. Don't use your hands. Don't put your hands out. Just fall forward and let it go. Wow. And so this one is like, this version of me is still very strong in that letting go and trust, especially like a, a year like 2020. I had a sliver of a second of freaking out. Like, I, Lord, I quit my job. I didn't did all this stuff. Like now what? And it's just like, you know what? I've trusted you when things were well, and I fully trust you when things are appearing not to be well. I trust I and fully let go. And so that's the one thing it's like, so it's always new levels of it, but it's just like the, instead of me trying to be the person saying, hey, follow me, it's more or less how much more can I follow and be obedient to God and what he's telling me to do. Wow. So I am... I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. I don't know about you as listeners, but this story has truly 
impacted me deeply. You have been listening to Diana Gladney and her story from pain to purpose on Living Strong, the flip side of adversity on the Empowerment Channel. So we're getting ready to take a break. And in our commercial that you're getting ready to hear, we have been talking about the opportunity to join our growth crew. So listen in, identify an opportunity to log in and join our growth crew as you listen to this upcoming commercial. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Want to learn how to remember your future? Introducing a brand new listening experience. The Whole in One. Life stories of love, wisdom, and truth with your host and guide, Sheila E. Hirine from Ireland. Join Sheila on this amazing journey of discovery as she interviews a menagerie of specially selected guests to help you to change the narrative of your life. It only takes one day to change your life. Tune in to Whole and One with Sheila Ihirai every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on your Voice America Empowerment Channel and learn how to tell yourself that different story. Life is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life, so why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, Let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www.livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for First Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific. And let's grow together. It's your time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. Welcome back. You have been listening to a flip side story from Diana Gladney, and she has been walking us through her amazing story of obedience, of process, of molding, of shaping, and the wrestle in the middle of 
all of it, that it was not an easy experience, but she is on the other side of that flip. And when we think about uh, engaging in a journey that we've entitled From Pain to Purpose, I welcome back all of our listeners into this conversation as I asked Diana, what kept you from falling back into the previous state of unbelief versus choosing to trust God and go full time into your business? Like what kept you from falling back? Um, again, it's a, God and in, in, set up things for us to do, do life with people and he works through people. And if it wasn't for those people in my life, my friends, my close friends and my mom, my mom's very harsh in a good way. <laughs> it's like I remember, you know, being in weak states of mind and she they were like, mom, what are you supposed to do when you fell? And she sat up, you know, it's like sitting lounging while she sat up. She's going to talk that loser talk. What kind of stuff is this? And just grilling me, but in a good way and an affirming thing. So, uh, you know, it's your natural behaviors is to go back to what you're used to doing, your, mm-hmm. your patterns, your behaviors. And the bad thing with unbelief and to have limiting, you know, self talk on the inside and just all these doubts, it's, it's a, a pattern now more than anything else in a habit. And so you now, now need to have people around you that can affirm when you say and do the wrong things. But also um, I believe that you have what you say, And so I had to set up things that would speak to my mind. So what I did was I recorded a uh, audio message and read off affirmations. And so I had a a CD that I put in my car that I would listen to that I would I would start saying every day, every day. Mm -hmm. I didn't listen to the radio. I didn't just just went through like a six months mental fast, no TV, no radio. And I just started repeating, just repeating and affirming the words. And then also from a psychological tip, it's like your brain, your body responds to your name and responds to your voice. It knows the sound. And so I recorded myself saying those things. So even when I felt like it on the inside, that it wasn't true, I still would try and kind of try to trick my brain into like, no, I'm saying the true things I'm saying. So it's like just really just being bullheaded about like, no, this is like faith is real. Like it's real. And I was going to make it. I was like, Lord, I believe that this is real. Like, I don't feel like you plan this. So I'm like, I believe that what you put in the Bible is real. And I'm here to get mine. (laughs) (laughs) Get all of it. I'm here for it. (laughs) And you were really practical and intentional. I love talking about the brain and how the brain absolutely looks for patterns and walks out things that are familiar. And if we have out of survival experiences, picked up habits or lies that have held us back, but we've repeated them, we will try and carry those broken habits into our next and stumble the entire way trying to do it. And I love the suggestion of creating a recording of your own voice. So you are listening to your own voice retell you the truth to replace whatever lie is holding you hostage. And then I also heard you say, you know what? 
you had to fast off of anything that would be a distraction from the new direction and the new plan and the new outlook that you were aspiring to have, along with making sure you were listening to the voices of people who would encourage you, tell you the truth, (laughs) hold you accountable, not sugarcoat it, but would absolutely tell you and continue to affirm with you what is possible. Because as you were sharing in, but just before the break, you picked up a business, a skill, a vision for something you had never done before. And you went so far as to say there wasn't even a pattern of it in your your family. That must have been scary. Oh, yeah. It's like my... Thankfully, it's like my mom, my dad, my family's hard workers. So we had like uh, a company growing up. We had janitorial contract, contract, uh, you know, my mom's into mortgage uh, lending. And it's just like so around entrepreneurship. But to take on something completely new that's for you, nobody could like show me how to take a a good photo. There was no photographers, no videographers. And so to do that was like a a huge opening into self-education. And so once the it's like it had been years going a few years now after the surgery of just like the personal development and stuff, still wrestling, but still it's like, no, I'm, 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 this is going to work. This is going to work. And so I took 30 hours uh, that I would work at least 30 hours a week that I'm mm-hmm. listening while I'm working because I didn't have to talk to anyone. So I'm like, I'm going to use this time. I can work monotonously, just do it but I'm also going to be feeding my brain. So I had to leverage the time that I have. And it's like a lot of us complain, like we don't have a lot of time, but what do you have access to? At least if nothing else, the subconscious mind is always working. You can always hear and listen. But then again, it's like, it's like you, I don't know. I just got into the psychology, psychology tip where it's like, if you are thinking and you're walking down the street, somebody could be talking or trying to get your attention And it's not until they maybe say your name and then you snap out of it because you're so locked in. So I'm like, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to teach myself this video skill. And I'm also going to be affirming, uh, speaking words of of affirmation to myself. And I am going to figure this out. It's a a lady named Marie Forleo. And she said, everything is figure outable. So I'm like, I believe that. (laughs) (laughs) If someone else did it, I I have the same mantra that if someone else did it, I know I can figure it out. And so creating, but what I heard you share is you had to create a discipline around consistency. I think about the work that Living Strong does around building a growth plan. We try to have people shift from not just focusing on goals. Goals are great, but once you check that box, if you're not really clear on where you're going as you're growing, once you check the box, you kind of look around and say, okay, so now what? But if you're focused on a growth plan, many of the tools of being intentional, as you shared, creating the discipline and being consistent and then finding the time. I love the the word you use because I also believe that words have power in leveraging what you do have. And we have the power of the subconscious. And so what you're allowing to be in in and around you while you're doing other things, that where where is there space that you can actually begin to cultivate your next steps? 
So what did you do while you were working on your business and your job at the same time? And you were actually still in, were you still in pain during this time? Yes. So um, I got, I'll say this, I got pretty used to taking very hard medication and just still functioning. Um, wow. It just because it's like, it's, it's an ongoing thing. And then also like dealing with the adverse effects of trying new medication and that not working out so well. And so I'm just like, okay, so my strategy while still working was I need as much of my own mental faculties as possible. And like the first 45 minutes of coming into work, everyone talks about their kids or what the happened the night before or the weekend before. I'm like, okay, so I mean, this may not sound the best, but I got people to a point to, I'm like, make them assume I'm not a, a morning person. And it's like, don't talk to me until noon. And it's just like, I just want y'all to believe the lie that I don't like. Like one, I don't like being there, but two, I want you to think that like, I don't want to, I'm not a morning person, but I was, but I just wanted to curate my morning. And so because of that, I needed to get those external voices away. And so I'm like, if you see these, these headphones don't talk to me. And so it would get to the point that even sometimes I would forget to even plug them into anything and just... <laughs> Just sitting there and I'm like, oh, almost got caught. It's like put my headphones in something. So, yeah, that's what I would do. I, I just I had to curate the environment as best as I could. Wow. You know what? You just shared something that so many people struggle with that I coach because they worry so much about what other people are going to think or worry about offending other people, that they will compromise their assignment or getting prepared or stronger in their assignment because they're so worried about what somebody else is going to think or get offended by. But you <laughs> created a whole plan around, you know what? You can go ahead and think I'm not a morning person, but I am on a whole assignment with this thing. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the, the most freeing thing that I learned from my mentor is that what other people think about you is none of your business. Boom, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> but, but that what other people think about you is none of your business. And here's the thing. And it's not that these are people are bad or that, you know, it's just like we're on a different space and I'm OK with that. But I don't care if y'all think I have an attitude because I'm not trying to please you. You know, what I'm saying I'm trying to work on purpose. That's it. Wow. You just heard that whole statement and we're getting ready to go for another break. But I want to remind you that you are listening to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, the story, the flip story of Diana Gladney and how she moved from pain to purpose. And we'll continue talking about what her story looks like now and how she is serving others out of a vision that she didn't even realize she could do when it was first given to her. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take a closer look at yourself in the present. Your body has its own GPS system designed to help you follow your intuition, align your thoughts, and set your own course. Host Dee Lee is here to be your external guide to this discovery. 
Take a break, a mindful space to pause, and help bring forth the balance that your life deserves. Listen live for Mindful Space to Pause every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life, so why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www.livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for first Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific. And let's grow together. It's your time. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. We have been listening to the flip side of adversity story of Diana Gladney. She has walked us through how pain waking up one morning and pain becoming a part of her story for years, but leaning in and being willing to be obedient and faithful, she began to walk out a new narrative for herself and has launched an entire business around a whisper from God that she wasn't even sure she was prepared for. <laughs> and so I, I have learned so many nuggets of from what you shared in our first parts of our show. But I want us to dig into, so who is Diana Gladney now and how is she showing up with over a million views on her YouTube channel and thousands of subscribers coming from a place of, God, are you sure? I don't even like to take pictures. <laughs> oh, goodness. It um, It's a process, needless to say, but uh, now, you know, Diana, I feel like the, the version of myself is so much better than what I thought I wanted myself to be around this age, mm -hmm. um, because I feel like I'm in the most authentic form of 
the who I'm supposed to be right now and who I'm also supposed to be in the process still of becoming. Mm-hmm. And I love that so much because so much of life now is on purpose. I'm not living def- by default. There's nothing that is just kind of like happens. Everything is like in purposeful work. And I'm so grateful. Like every day is like always like uh, in a state of gratitude. So I'm, I'm Diana now is again, this video uh, marketing strategist and being able to travel and do all these different things. But um, at the core um, it's just really about understanding what it is to be a servant again to faith. And I just am so honored by that. Wow. I hear so many nuggets from the early parts of your process of obedience and diligence and blocking out the noise to get still. That resonates with me as I listen to you now say, I'm only focused on purposeful things, things that align with your calling. So can you tell me how were those first few weeks or months? What were they like as you stepped out of your full-time job into full-time business as an entrepreneur? What was that transition like? Um, I was a train wreck. So (laughs) (laughs) it was not pretty. I had stomach aches and cramps. I'm just like, Lord, I don't even know if I was listening to you. Was I listening to the radio? That what is going on here? So the, <laughs> so the from the day that I walked out of the job, it wasn't even planned. It wasn't anything like of what you hear you're supposed to do. I had like ninety six dollars left to my name. It was a payday, and that's how much I had left after I paid all my bills. But I was just so mad. Days leading up to that was just like, Lord, I'm just sick of this. Like something <laughs> got to change. It wasn't prayers. It was just arguments and complaining. So. <laughs> And that's what all the morning drives, all 12 minutes to get to work, speeding nonetheless. And I'm like, Lord, I'm sick of this. Some guy changed up walking into work. And it's like one of these days I'm walking here and I'm going to quit. And sure enough, May 10th, 2019, I walked in that door and about 930. I was tapping my supervisor on the shoulder like I'm resigning. I'm leaving now. My badge and the keys are on the desk. Can you badge me out? And because I was such a jokester. Uh, you know, she's like, oh, okay, walk me to my desk, but everything was packed. The desk was clear. It was cleared out. I had sent off files to uh, the coworkers for them to handle. And I walked out the door and it was a very pivotal conversation because that conversation carried me and helped carry me through those next several weeks, which would be something I couldn't have planned for. There's no amount of uh, skill and plan, like nothing could have prepared me for that. And that was that if God told you to do it, it's something my friend told me. She's like, if God told you to do it, it's for you to do. Mm. Like there's no half stepping with it because I had texted her and I was just like, I'm sick. She's like, girl, I'm sick of hearing you talk about it. Either you're going to (laughs) trust God or you ain't. She threw it back in my face. Wow. Are you going to do it or not? And don't half step with it. Amazing. Wow. So what tell us a little bit about what you are doing now. So now it's it's more uh, not as hectic. <laughs> it's it's more of helping entrepreneurs simplify creating videos for their business and their brand, because I believe that everyone has a purpose. And much like how I did, you may just not be sure of how to get that thing out, how to start it or whatever. And I believe of all the mediums and forms of communication out there, video is the best way uh, to communicate that and to accelerate that. And so I believe if more people to, could just get past the, I need to know how to expose this to get this thing going. It's like, okay, answers video. How do I do that? Get past the technical stuff so you can show up. 
So now that's what I do. I help entrepreneurs. I do coaching consultations. I do uh, talks and trainings for companies. And life is amazing right now. And I make my videos on YouTube helping people to do that. Wow. I could just, as you just talked about that, and I listened to your first statement of, Lord, wait, what? Video? No, I don't like a camera. To, I really believe that video is the best way for you to get your message out. So you completely had a transformation internally, mentally, and you use some very practical skills and strategies of consistency. But I also hear how you got really simple and consistent in your process and Threads of that seem to echo in your approach with your clients. Make it simple. Absolutely. And I think now that I think about it, to be honest with you, everything of what happened was to be an answer to somebody else's problem. You don't Mm -hmm. have time. Fantastic. I experienced that. You're dealing with chronic illness. Fantastic. I experienced that also. You don't know how to uh, handle your your. Limiting self-belief and negative self-talk that you have. Fantastic. Know how to handle that. There's nothing that you can account. Oh, I'm an introvert. Fantastic. I don't want to be around people either. But here's what you do. (laughs) There's no excuses. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so all of those things are just like, it's answerable. It's figure outable. And if it's your purposeful work, it's for you to do. And there are ways for you to achieve it. Wow. So as I listen to you talk, everything working for your good and his glory in the end. You can literally look back. And I know there are people who are listening, who are clapping, raising their hands because they're saying that resonates with them. And that if, as I look back, I can pinpoint moments that now if I hadn't experienced that, I would not be able to help someone else today do or move past where they're feeling stuck, ashamed, or in a hiding place, those nuggets you have leveraged to help someone else today. So powerful. So powerful. Oh, yeah. And and the biggest thing is like last year was a huge shift because mm-hmm. while so many people experienced tremendous things, good and bad, um, it made me really be grateful for obedience. Had I not started when I started, had I not gone gone through all of the things that I gone through, I never, never would have been able to help as many people as I helped last year when everybody all of a sudden was forced and had to leverage media and video and all of these different things. And I remember it was for whatever reason, I was getting plenty of emails and stuff, but it was this gentleman from Africa. And I, I don't know who he was. It was just like about an email. It's like, thank you so much for your videos. Thank you for the time that you take on the live streams, like three and four hour live streams. Just like, hey, pop on. We'll get help. I'll help you. No charge. Just like, let's figure this out because people need help in all aspects. And it was had a, a minister in Africa. He was like, you helped save my church because you helped me with video. And I remember I called my mom and she was like, because you were supposed to do what you did. It's the reason why that stuff is happening now. So when you are obedient it's like we think we're going to save people lives or help, but it's for real. When you know that person's first and last name, know their email address, it's a real person attached to that purpose. It, it, it changes stuff. Wow. The intentionality of 
if you had not been obedient, none of us knew COVID-19 pandemic, all of this, you were already prepared and in position to help people around the globe navigate experiences that they that mirrored what you were feeling when the message was first given to you. I'm curious though, if you had to redo anything of what happened, what would you change about the whole experience? I would have vlogged it. Mm. I wouldn't have changed all of the, the pain or surgery, none of that. I just would have vlogged it. Wow. Day one the day one, whatever, million, three thousand, you know, all, I would have mm-hmm. vlogged it mm-hmm. because when it's one thing for you to remember a memory and you have the emotion surrounding that, but it's another thing to rewatch it. And I know from the day that I quit and I vlogged from that day up till now capturing content. And so that conversation with my friend was recorded because I had my camera on me that day and I was practicing. I would practice every day. And so if I could have done anything, I just would have captured it. Wow. That is, I, I, I mean, it's priceless. I think about how even when we're journaling, we think we remember who we were then, but to be able to actually see it and capture it and say, wow, I don't even, so how often had someone, you look back and you say, I don't even recognize myself now compared to then. Well, Diana, I have to tell you, this has been an amazing, I knew it was going to be amazing. I told everyone (laughs) on this journey leading into this conversation, anytime someone is willing to be transparent about moving from pain to purpose, there is going to be an amazing story and flip tied to that. With the last minute or so that we have, I'd love for you to talk about the current project you're working on. Uh, First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here and just to be open and share everything. Um, Current project I'm working on right now is the Video Content Masterclass, uh, which the details of videocontentmasterclass.com, because I just want to help walk people through the creating process and kind of take them hand by hand to get some of those more challenging steps, but to also have a process and step-by-step framework to do that. Wonderful. Well, you have been a part of our flip side story. We have listened to Diana share how being obedient, being faithful, being consistent, being purposeful, intentional, and how when we lean into those moments, you not only create a flip for yourself, but you get tied to somebody else's flip. And when we allow ourselves to go through that molding process, it is limitless. Thank you for joining us for another conversation on the flip side of adversity. I'm Dr. Virdra Jackson, and we thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Virdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.